Hey there, we're pulling this episode from our story archives where we've covered part one and part two of Lupin in preparation for part three of Lupin releasing October 5th. We hope you enjoy this episode and our upcoming deep dive coverage on Lupin part three. Welcome back to Story Archives. We are here with Lupin Season 2, Episode 3, a.k.a. Chapter 8. Um, my name is Mario, and I am here with... Zachary. Welcome, everybody. All right, guys. We're here. We are at the midway point of Part 2. Of Is this Part 2 or Season 2? Can it's, we decide? It's, it's, they're calling it Part 2, so I, don't, I guess they're just going to keep on with uh, you know Part 3, Part 4, and so on, assuming that they continue. Okay. All right. Well, it is what it is. I thought this episode was back on track. Uh, although this whole this whole season has been kind of more um, action packed, right? Yeah, much more. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm referring back to like my my notes from from last episode because last episode you get the uh, you get the the rescuing of Raúl, so it's kind of like a action-packed episode and then episode 201 you get the the whole um confrontation between um asan and uh what's his name what's the name of the hitman do we know yet i think we forgot forgot the name of the hitman let me uh let me look it up yeah 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 raul was hostage and then asan goes in there and, and gets him back yeah as if it's not like bad enough that you know, he just saved him from a house and now he's gone again. It's mm-hmm. kind of one of those things. But um, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, there's a little bit of a delay here, guys, between episode uh, two and three on when we're recording. We would have been done with this season, but my laptop decided to um, to just go crazy. And, uh, and then my the other Olympics computer started. set up. Yeah, the Olympics started. We can't blame it on the Olympics, though. <laughs> it's like blaming it on your country. You know? All right. Leonard uh, is his name. I have been really interested in those Olympics, though. I haven't been able to wake up all over the place with the Olympic schedule. Did uh, anything good happen this morning? Uh, we got silver in mm. women's gymnastics, but I don't know what happened. Simone Biles just, like, dropped out of all withdrew. of them. Yeah. I heard she withdrew. What, what happened? They, she took, they took her out of everything. No physical injury, not at least that they've uh, announced. So she didn't participate at all? She did on the first round and then on nothing else. They swapped her out with uh, someone else. She must have gotten injured or something like that. Uh, they're they're saying it was, it's more of a mental thing than than uh, physical injury. It's been happening a lot. Naomi Osaka. Um, I think once you get that, it's such a tricky subject, you know, mental health and the pressure that comes with being an international superstar at a sport. But mm-hmm. I think now because the microscope is on it so much, it amplifies certain things and you don't get a break from it. If you really think about it, unless these athletes are, you know, specifically Simone and, and Naomi like disconnect from social media and who knows, I don't, I really, really don't know the details of any of this, but I can, I'm just saying it like how I would feel in that mm-hmm. perspective, you know, 
you got to get away from just, I would say just disconnect from everything. You're, you're a beast at your sport. Just train at your sport, do what you want to do. And don't worry about all the other baloney. That's what your team is for. And if yeah. your team ain't with it, fire your team and get another team. Um, that is what it is. All right. Back to Lupin. Cause that's what matters here. But, mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of fitting because Paris has the Olympics in 2024, which I really want to go to. That's true. Really want to go to. <laughs> I've also been thinking about just quitting all of my work and committing myself to like one Olympic sport and seeing if I could compete. <laughs> what would that possible? be? I, I don't I have know. To find, I have to find the least, um, like the one with the barrier to entry is like the least. I can't do swimming. I shooting? can't do gymnastics. Shooting is a possibility. You've never shot um, a gun though, have you? Yeah, I have. Yes, I have. Once. But not enough to be in the Olympics. No, a few <laughs> times. A few times. But not like you. I mean, not like you and your family who go out in like the, <laughs> the middle of the fields and just shoot things. Yeah. Uh, we're civilized folks, Zach. Civilized. I am. Yeah. But I uh, I like to have some fun every now and then. You got blow My shit up. My idea of fun doesn't mean <laughs> killing things. <laughs> you see now... You see now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, why he's always wanting uh, Asan to kill somebody in this show. He's, un- <laughs> he's unhinged. He's unhinged. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous even hosting this podcast with him. Uh, um, come on. I'm just kidding. All right. Let's get going here. So we have the episode start off exactly where we left off in episode uh, two. I'm calling it episode two because these chapters are killing me, man. It's the easiest. Um, yeah. You got that Dolly Zoom shot where Claire tells Asan to run away. And the hitman and that's where exactly where we pick up and i kind of really like that flow i don't like shows that leave you on a cliffhanger and then you know you come back to the next episode and it's like three weeks later and it's like mm-hmm. you just you just copped out of like a scene that i really wanted to watch yeah here. exactly um i am annoyed with the with the with the police and the hitman in general in this show uh, Asan gets away without like any sort of hitch at all. He just literally finds like a little latch in the roofing and goes up it. Like these people are first and foremost, if I was leading that hitman squad, Asan would have been dead in that hallway. Like he, <laughs> there's no way. Uh, anyways, but the show wouldn't have been fun. It would have just been roll credits because my hitman squad would have been elite. Exactly. But, um, all right. Asan finds this little cupboard space or I don't know what you would call this above Claire's apartment. And she looks up at the roof in some ways here, like where I'm thinking, does she know Asan's up there? And she's saying like just incredibly hurtful things uh, <laughs> so he can hear them. But it makes you wonder why, like, how does Asan know about this place above the roof? Like, has he needed this or something else? I mean, he's has broken she... into her place multiple times. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, makes, it makes you wonder what kind of needs he had for, for that hiding spot, you know, <laughs> snuck up some ladies up there. Um <laughs> He hears everything. Here's Claire saying that to Raul that her father, that his father's a bad man or a dangerous man, not a bad man. Yeah. And that uh, she doesn't want him near him anymore because this should be the last time that he puts him in danger. Um, Asan looks, you know, I'm always wondering, like, we, you know, what kind of character is Asan? And you kind of get a glimpse into him a little bit more in the next scene where he's with Benjamin at the cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of think like he would, the normal character here would be like, She's got a point, uh-huh. you know, she's got a point. He just got kidnapped, not once, but twice. Yeah. Okay. He almost, he, I mean, he, he could have died. Like he was very close to dying. Oh yeah. Uh, and next scene in the cafe with Benjamin, he's like, <laughs> what is she doing? She, he's my kid. You know, like, <laughs> for what? All of this was your fault, man. Yeah, it was. So what did you think of the opening scene, the, the getaway by Hassan and 
just the whole setup for the episode. <laughs> I, I still can't get over the fact that all of those goons basically let her go outside of the apartment to greet Asan versus letting him come into the apartment with the kid. Like, right. I, I can't get over that. So I, I, that ruins the scene for me. I wonder what the writer writer's room was saying in that, in that scene, if they were like, uh, guys, we need a son alive here. All right. The hitmen are just going to let Claire go outside and have like a little, you know, powwow with him. Like, what do you think is going to happen though? You just you, like, you're going to let this girl walk out the door. Okay. You have no visual content. They could all run away. First of all. Yeah. Uh, you waited like 30 seconds. You like what? Why would she not signal? Oh no, go! There's people here. Like you're never gonna know she did that. Like I, I don't understand how that happened. And then on top of that, you know, if you were if you were a really good hitman or something like that or, or villain, if she signals to him that to get away, you're gonna take her and the kid again, <laughs> kidnap yeah. them for the third time. They, they just, just let leave. them go they're and like, run away. They're, 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 that's the biggest issue here. Is like they just. They just leave. They're like, God, you, yeah. you got us. Yeah. We're gone. There's no way we can kidnap both of you now <laughs> and uh, and make this even worse for us. Yeah, really. That's the biggest. I think that's the biggest hole in the entire uh, yeah. in the entire episode for, for sure. And I had forgotten about it until you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my brain was like not at full capacity rewatching this episode yesterday. <laughs> um Anyways, you get this uh, scene of Asan and Ben in the cafe. Uh, Ben's best friend, for those who don't know this by now. And uh, they're in like this typical Parisian cafe, at least the one in my mind. You know, you got the nice glass doors. You got the outside seating. You know, why can't we have things like this here? Yeah, it'd be nice. I mean, I, I guess we got them, you know, down south further. But, you know, up here we uh, don't. No. Nah. Man, look at that. He's got like his nice little kettle on the table. It's it's a nice damn looking cafe or damn good looking cafe. You know, I could, you I could go sit outside day, here, but right? I'd, be, I'd be sweating to death or something. Yeah, you'd be sweating bullets. Yeah, that's true. I guess we don't have the weather for this. Anyways, Asan is lamenting his frustration with Claire in which Ben is the reasonable voice in the room. And he's like, yeah, you kind of have, she has a point, you know, yeah. <laughs> he, was, she, he was just kidnapped twice, which bothers Asan. Asan is very like a much like a stubborn kind of, uh, um, whose side are you on? Yeah. Whose side are you on? <laughs> which makes, you know, or brings up the point. Should a best friend always be on your side or should they tell you the truth sometimes? Uh, if they're always on your side, I don't think they're your best friend. You think? Cause I like, I would, I wouldn't mind if my best friend lied for me as long as they're like lied to me, as long as they're on my side, you know? <laughs> I think it depends on the situation and that you can't, you can't be that way in every situation. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Um, all right. So here at this point, we, we hear about Asan's plan, which is to go after Pellegrini in the same way he was targeted by going after his child, Juliet. Dun, dun, dun. Another kind of dark turn here, right? Because, A little bit. <laughs> because it's kind of like, I don't know, something inside me is kind of like, you know, well, that's kind of effed up, you know, where mm-hmm. you really think about it and you're just thinking to yourself, you think he has like some sort of sort of code of uh, of honor. But I think he'll do anything he wants to get what he needs, you know, or what he thinks he, he needs. Which is but, why he might kill Pellegrini. Well, Pellegrini is an asshole, so I guess he deserves it. <laughs> Anyways, 
So we go back, we get this plan uh, that Hassan does not lay out for us, but it's in this next section or next act of the episode where you start to see like the different little pieces come together with the formula of this show, which is to kind of show you everything up front, but not should really show you. Mm-hmm. The whole show is kind of like a magic trick. I, th- I would say a lot of them are. Which is fun because half the episode you're, you're spend guessing on whether um, like what's going on, who's involved, who's, you know, what's what here. How something so, happened. Exactly. Exactly. So we get this scene. Typical. Oh, this scene where Ganimad or what's his real name? Do we know the detective's real name? Uh, I keep on forgetting. I will look it up. Yeah, I need to know his real name. Uh, was it Yusuf? Yusuf. It was Yusuf. Yeah. Definitely Yusuf. You get this uh, scene of very Jason Bourne-like quality where Hassan is watching him, although you don't know where he is. And he tells Ganimad, you know, hey, why don't you try water on that shirt? But he essentially gives him directions because we're seeing now the first partnering up between him and this friendly detective. Well, he was, wasn't he telling uh, him to go visit someone at that point? Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. Now, you get a flashback on the next scene after the credits roll. And you see a young Hassan who spectacularly casted this episode. I was really able to isolate on like the facial features of, of a son. Mm-hmm. Cause there's like some, there's a lot of close-ups in this scene, at least yeah. off the top of my head. I feel like there's a lot of close-ups and dude, this, this kid is like young yeah. son. He's going to grow up and look exactly like him. <laughs> I, I know when he walked into the audition room or sent in his casting tape that, uh, they didn't watch it. They were else. like this kid, this kid is it. Yeah. So he runs into Juliet on this, very scenic uh, river riverway walk um, with Benjamin, which again, and she she's very front. She you know very confident. She says, "Hey, Hassan, I've been thinking about you. Got a mm-hmm. little girl who's confident." Yeah. So she she makes the first move, even though there is this girl behind Hassan giving him the eyes, uh, <laughs> curly hair. I probably would have gone for her, but you know, who am I? show would have gone a completely different direction and then there you go all decisions here would make this thing go a completely different direction yeah (laughs) yeah the greenies murdered asan's captured yeah you do get this whole vibe between asan and um juliet that they're almost like estranged lovers that in an alternate universe they ended up together Mm -hmm. but in this universe things were never quite right yeah i think everybody has a lover like that you know things aren't quite right don't tell don't tell your wife zach but uh, (laughs) oh god um anyways they they see each other from the window side and they have a a kind of i think asan is clearly planning this from the start he's just walking down the street and um sees her like yeah it was a bit it was a bit suspicious yeah, don't you feel like every time you see Asan, it's like he's doing something. He's there are no coincidences with him. Yeah, it's always something pre-planned. But you know, I didn't say this is a flash forward, but we're back to present time here. Um, you can tell Juliet likes Asan, I think, more than he likes her. You know, mm-hmm. by the way she looks at him, like she's almost yeah. borderline starry-eyed. desperate in her facial expressions. Yeah, yeah she's starry-eyed. Exactly. Asan is—he's he, a divided man. He's, he's like, like eh. you know. Okay. He's a man on a mission. He's he he has a purpose. But if you really think about it, he can't get all emotional here because he's using the hell out of her to get what he wants here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So you have this scene at this very nice restaurant. Paris just killing yeah, it. I was going to comment on the restaurant at too. this point, right? Uh, I would have stayed for the meal at least. You know, I will say the closest thing I've seen to to a restaurant like that is on Las Olas. It was the one we were supposed to meet up at before whole well, pre pandemic, I guess. Which the, one was this? Uh, a Del Frisco place. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah They're yeah, under yeah, new yeah. management there, now, yeah. so I I can't vouch for them anymore, but. Uh, the drinks are probably still good. Every time I hear the line under new management, I think of the Peaky Blinders. <laughs> this establishment is under new management. By order of the Peaky Blinders. I was, I was just uh, listening to a scene from that. Do this, John. Do that, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so we cut to a meeting between Pellegrini and a mysterious young looking man named Philippe. Uh, this kid looks like he's not not even out of high school. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so or it's like young in college, something like that. He's mm-hmm. gonna be the guy who's gonna embezzle money for Pellegrini. I gotta say, this is I have an issue with this. If I'm Pellegrini, ain't no way in hell I'm the guy in the meeting. Yeah, maybe I'm watching the meeting from a video camera in a different room, but I'm not going to be openly admitting to fraud with a man I've just met for the first time. Oh, you're playing is it pretty it, close. He's an idiot. <laughs> All right. I think he's too so, he's too cocky. He's too confident that everything's in control. Yeah, I think we're we're beyond cocky at this point. We're beyond that. I mean, the guy even asked him, "Hey, is your daughter involved in this fraud? Like, why don't you like take off your clothes, man, and let me see the wire?" Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He even says her full name is Juliet Pellegrini. Involved in this fraud? Like, all right. Let's not call it that. Yes, and I, Hubert Pellegrini, <laughs> am also involved in this fraud. <laughs> it's killing me, killing right? me. Um, we're, we go back to Hassan and Juliet. It's at this point we just learned, or it's confirmed. Although we kind of already can deduce that Juliet knows no idea of what an evil scumbag her father is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel bad for Juliet. She's the tragic character in this show. Yeah, her and Claire. Kind of is. Any any woman. That Hassan goes near is the tragic figure in this show. And probably his son, too. I was going to say his son definitely yeah. is involved in that. Absent absent father. Yeah. Yeah. Juliet reminds me of another actress, and I can't put my finger on it. But maybe it'll come to me. Um, she's kind of a woman, like, at a crossroads. She, she has no adrenaline left. She says that, you know, the fun times are in her past. She's, like, now this, you know, nonprofit philanthropist and... You could tell Hassan was that was the guy who brought the spice in, you know, from time to time. Mm-hmm. And so you can tell that this night is going to develop. I think Hassan's plan from the beginning was to give her like one night of just pure excitement. Nostalgia. And, you know, nostalgia and our adrenaline, breaking the law, that kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the first he kind of plays on that is, a bit throughout the episode, too. He does. Yeah, he Bring, does. yeah, that's yeah. kind of like his whole appeal, right? Yeah, his whole appeal to her is, you know, Being I do young want. Again. Yeah, she does say a stupid line in this episode, though. I gotta call this stupid because she says to him, unless she's saying it in a flirty way, she says, "You're you're being you uh, see how reasonable you've become." Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she knows that he stole the diamonds from the Louvre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reasonable in a matter of one week. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's super reasonable. He literally stole like a, a priceless artifact from you from the world's most important museum or famous museum from you. Yeah. And yet he's a reasonable person. There's no suspicion of you as to how or why he passed by. 
I mean, if you stole something that valuable that was and the money from that sale was going to be going towards some, you know, nice thing that you're trying to do for people who, who just don't have the money for certain things. Don't you think you'd be a little livid with him? The fact that, he, you know, he still has it or did something with it. You're not getting oh, she, it back. That's a lot of money. She's in love with him. She's in love with him. So she probably thinks that he has some sort of reason. But um, I don't know. It does feel like she she must have some suspicion as to who her dad is for not to not be complete, completely upset with the son. You know, I don't know. She seems very clueless about her father. Yeah, but. If he tells her, hey, I stole these because your dad framed my dad. I think she he tells her that, right? Or something I like think, that. I think he does at some point. Yeah. Then, um, you know, she just openly accepts that. Like, how do you just accept that? He just stole something that was worth like $30 million. I don't even know how much the thing was worth. The the necklace a it was worth a, a ton of money. Um, okay. So they walk out on the restaurant bill. Seemingly. They steal a scooter. And they go for a joyride around the town. This honestly could be a commercial for like a beer or something like that as I'm watching it <laughs> silently. Like the shaky camera. They're running out of the restaurant. It's like that joyful thing. Hey, they stole a scooter. There's four guys chasing them, you know? Yeah. Either that or like a perfume commercial. Yeah. Or you could put like, you know. Oh, uh, those blue, blue de Chanel. <laughs> I feel like, I can't, I can't remember, but... I think in that scene when they had stolen the scooter and they're they're going on their joyride, yeah. they're playing some stupid American song and it just kills the entire scene for me. You're being harsh, but I don't like the song either. Terrible. It doesn't feel right. No, it's just it's it's <laughs> the lyrics, not the right. Fit the lyrics fit, but the song doesn't feel right because it's something so out of left field that's ever been done in the show that mm-hmm. I'm just like this feels weird. Um, I would question my editor's choice on that one. Oh, but, absolutely. Uh, anyways, Asan is taking her. You can clearly see he's taking her on a trip down memory lane mm-hmm. because he goes by the same river walk that um, that she approached him as they were kids. And they even it's a director's note for sure, because she wraps her arms around him at that exact scene when they're going through there. So. Yeah, that is the ploy. Let's stir up the nostalgia. Let's stir up the old emotions here because I need this woman to do something. Yeah. Got to get it wrapped around your finger, man. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So she's on to it, though. She says, was that all? That wasn't a coincidence. You taking me through all of these different areas. So she's on to him, but she's on for the ride, too. She's in. Although no, she's actually say, enjoying it. Yeah, she's enjoying it. Even if she says, like, we can't do this. Mm-hmm. So we can't do this. We're too old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I think they're in their late thirties. She kind of, yeah, I, yeah, I would say late thirties. I was going to say forties, but eh. no. early forties, late thirties for sure. Yeah. I, I kind of want to look up how old they are. Interesting. Interesting. Like age to use in the show. I feel like not a lot of shows have that specific age range of main characters, at least not shows I watch. Guess how old uh, the actress is for Juliet in real life. Yeah. Guess how old? Yeah. Um, probably in her 40s. That's correct. I don't know. Probably 42. Younger, 40s. She looks, yeah, 42. She looks young. She looks good. Um, all right. We get a scene here. Claire's just being a... She's Claire being Claire. She brings her new doctor boyfriend to see Benjamin. Like, bro, just <laughs> stop muddying the pot. Like, that's... 
That's my best friend. Why are mm-hmm. you bringing your new man to my best friend's shop? Like, stop. We're not going to be together. Let's not be together. But you don't got to like, you know, make a show about it. I think she's so trying she, to make make Hassan jealous or something here. Oh, he for knows, sure. He knows it's going to get back to Hassan. Or she oh, knows it's going to Of course. Of course. So she's like playing uh, the last stupid. And she's like, oh, I'm going to bring the. I'm gonna what bring did my, you just my, say? <laughs> the stupid one. You know, oh, she's okay. playing stupid. And she's like, oh, this is my boyfriend. Like, look at him. He's like, so, she's like such a doctor. <laughs> look at him. Yeah. He's awesome. And doctor comes back. And nice guy. He clearly doesn't yeah. mind being used. No, he's a nice guy. He's uh, a tool. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Not really. Just kidding. We're team Hassan here. We're team Hassan, so forget him. You know? Screw him. Yeah. Benjamin. Benjamin's got to be a little bit more of a best friend here. You feel me? Like, yeah. sorry, man. That bracelet's not for sale. Yeah. <laughs> no, you cannot have it. <laughs> <laughs> or, or give him some, like, plastic ripoff. Yeah. Benjamin is a little bit too easily charmed here. Uh, we get a really stunning shot of this museum. Uh, it's a B-roll shot that kind of goes up on the side of the building. It's really nice. I would love to go there to, to go to all of the museums. Oh, my gosh. I and, think you could spend an entire trip just at the museum. And the catacombs. Oh, I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I do. All oh, the catacombs would look like really fun. There's, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> catacombs look real fun. All those dead bodies under there what and everything. Tragedies, uh, okay, like fun. 200 years later it's interesting i mean it's it's historical there's a lot of stuff that happened there i, th- I think fun is the, is the wrong term it's probably yeah. more exciting exciting doesn't mean joyful though yeah yeah for sure um were the people in the catacombs killed that was like where they buried everybody if they weren't killed then it's not true no i don't think they weren't killed there i mean sure i'm sure people died there but i, th- I think later in the season you get a, that's the problem with these Netflix shows is that we know things yeah. further past, but um, not completely because my memory's not great. And I saw this like a while ago. <laughs> um, okay. We get another scene here. The doctor just bought the bracelet from Benjamin. Asan is coincidentally in the same place as Juliet. Once again, at this hmm. beautiful museum. I don't know what this museum is. Um, I would love to know the name of this museum. Orsay Museum. Orsay. Wow. Beautiful place. Um, the doctor presents the bracelet to Claire, but not before we get that little scene where we kind of, Asan kind of alludes, or the camera work alludes to Asan stealing this bracelet from, not this bracelet, this uh, painting from the museum itself. What did you think of, um, like at this point, where did you like kind of feel like the episode's heading in some way here? Because you got the yeah. Claire side with the bracelet and, you know, Claire almost feels like a like a side story here. Like she doesn't really feel like. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I I wasn't sure how far he was going to take it. Like I almost it, it started feeling like it was getting to a point where uh, Asan was getting too involved. Yeah. Like uh, like he almost lost sight of the goal here. Yeah. Um, Juliet receives a package shortly after returning home from the museum mm-hmm. and it happens to be the same painting that the camera work alluded to, uh, being the one that Asan was going to steal. Uh, she gets a note from Asan on it and immediately after two cops come to visit Juliet asking about the painting, mm-hmm. she also gets these newsflash <laughs> articles all over the place. Yeah. That, that killed me. Brilliant. Brilliant. She gets these videos. There's like a video interview piece, everything. It's incredible. From, from some news anchor. 
Yeah. Yeah. This is a tragedy. Yeah. Which, by the way, I kind of knew something about this beforehand, but we'll get to that. Okay. Um, of course, Juliet meets with us on after after this oh, because yeah, you can't now not. she's complicit in some some thievery. But yeah. this is like pushing pushing her to the edge of her bad girlness. Yeah. Of you know her respect for art and all this jazz, and now she's got to be complicit in this crime. So here we are with, with all of it. Um, <laughs> she's on to him at this point, like as to what he's trying to do. But she takes it a step further, and now she he, she's like, "All right, you stole this, but mm-hmm. I need you to steal something that is of value to you." So she starts pushing him in the soft spots, bringing up social media, which she's, I find hilarious. She's playing the game. Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, I spy on your, yeah, I spy on your ex wife." Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> which is you know, no, nah, but it's fine because like you know, it's it's one of those things where they're comfortable with each other. So she's like, "Yeah, I spy on that woman. She's kind of boring too." <laughs> you know, she's she's calling the shots and you know it's she, true. Asan, she wants us on Asan doesn't do these things with Claire you know no, what I mean no. so this they're like perfect Anymore. for each other but would be terrible for each other at the same time Asan would probably be in jail or something if he was with Juliet because they'd get yeah. to a point where they're like doing treasure hunting around oh, the yeah. world and they're going up against like some nefarious you know pirate gang or some crap like that <laughs> yeah they'd definitely get into a lot of trouble would be an interesting show though Miniseries spinoff. Right yeah, now. miniseries. Asan and Juliet. <laughs> the tales of Asan <laughs> and Juliet. Maybe he writes a book about it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Isn't Asan, aren't there wander posters of him all over the place in Paris at this mm, point? I I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure. He walks around pretty openly in oh, the he, city. Oh, he all the time. Yeah. It's either this episode or maybe maybe it comes later. I can't recall. Yeah. King of the jumpsuit, Asan. Oh, yeah. All of his, his, gotta, his costumes are phenomenal. Dude's got coats for days, coats for days. I want to like if I was the actor, I'd make sure I got to take those home. I want to get some coats like that. That's for sure. Yeah, for our ninety-four degree humid weather down here, bro. But it's sixty-nine in here right now. Oh, gotcha. Got my sweater on, my beanie on. I gotta get a Jason Statham uh, sweater. A, a Jason nice, Statham sweater? Yeah, that nice thick sweater. I don't know what you're referring to. You'll you'll, you'll see. You'll you'll see. You're talking about the leather one. The no, one. no, no, no. If you watch the uh, the new movie he's in, he's got a really nice uh, one. Oh, that's like right. You saw it? Yeah. You saw that thing. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't a great okay. movie. <laughs> Definitely not not something to no, watch. No, I mean, like, his last great movie was Transporter. Yeah, Transporter. You, that and Expendables. I never watched Expendables. They were I good. did watch. Have you ever seen The Italian Job? It's been a long time, but yeah. I love I love The Italian Job. That's a, that's a good movie. Um... Asan agrees to steal the bracelet from Claire, but he tries his loophole. He tries to go to Benjamin in which he immediately finds out that Benjamin sold the bracelet Mm -hmm. to uh, Claire's boyfriend. So, you know, you know how that goes over for Asan. We get a flashback of young Asan going out to meet Juliet and we see a cut to Juliet and her father talking and um i think here we get to a twofold look at pellegrini we see that he's first and foremost he's he's racist um oh yeah she doesn't want juliet associating with black men and um black people in general he doesn't want juliet associating with but you gotta figure that it's also like double negative for him because he also framed Hassan's dad mm-hmm. and got him 
pretty much killed. So um, you figure that he doesn't want her near him for well, that reason as well. But he's definitely um, racist. There's no doubt because no, there's so, he's the, so many racist. comments he makes throughout the show. That it's yeah, just it, it's consistent. It's not just about Hassan. Yeah, um, yeah he talks about his father. But I, and I wouldn't say he got Hassan's father killed. He killed Hassan's father. He had him killed. Because yeah. remember, the assassin was in jail with his dad. Yeah, I just couldn't quite remember the the full details. Like I said, my um, there's a lot of stuff that happens in the show. Uh, Hassan breaks into Claire's apartment. We come back. Oh, by the way, let's kind of like stay there for a second. Young Hassan is heartbroken by Juliet. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that's like his first love. It's his first kiss. She has that, you know... She's the first kiss in that pool, which, by the way, yeah. was kind of weird to me because yeah. I was like, she she seemed like the more experienced of the two yeah, at that did. point. And here she is coming to him in the in the walkway. But you know what? They're comfortable with each other. Young love. <laughs> Assam breaks into Claire's apartment and um, you get the the scene that's I'm assuming, it. you know, it's got to be a, it's a devastating moment. You see your woman in, in bed with another man in your bed. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I have to say, what on earth would happen if they woke up and he's just standing there? Oh, hey. He's going <laughs> like, to kill them both. What are, you, what are you going to say? Yeah, you're going to have to. What are you going to say <laughs> no, to that? No, oh, sorry. No. I'm just a pervert. <laughs> no, I, I sneak no. into your bedroom at night when you're with other men. Okay. Yeah. That's rough. You know, I'm, you know, the close up shots here is like, it's rough. And you kind of also get like this. Uh, this moment of heartbreak in Hassan there too, I'm picking up on, you know, cause he mm-hmm. goes from the flashback as a kid, he gets heartbroken by Juliet. Here's being heartbroken by Claire. Yeah. And really Hassan's life is, is a result of his, of his upbringing. You know, he's, he wouldn't be who he is if his father didn't go to uh, prison for being Frank. That's so very true. He needs to resolve this. Anyways, he steals the bracelet from Claire, brings it back to Juliet. And he finally gets to the point of what he's been trying to get to the entire time. He wants Juliet to choose him over her father, to have a life with him. He thinks that he says he supposedly admits that he messed up choosing Claire over her. (laughs) So he is really playing on her weaknesses here to get her to agree to these things. And the final card here is to get her to speak to her mother, that she'll tell her the truth and to give her the card to go speak to uh, Ganimad. So... It's at this point that we start to see Hassan's plan coming together all for, for good here, it's, which is, uh, you know, you get the point, but doesn't it feel sleazy? It does. I, I started to not like him at that point, especially when he made that comment, because I'm like, really, you just you were just uh, uh, basically like vilified at the beginning of this by by your wife. You know, you're, you're the bad guy here. You're, you got your son uh, kidnapped multiple times you're you're angry that oh she doesn't want me to see him but then you're you're gonna go off and be like oh i i chose the wrong person yep like this is when i really thought like all right he's he's going way too far with it either that or he he's forgot what he's what he was really intending to do it's starting to go down like a like a bad path what if juliet becomes the bad guy in the show what if she becomes the villain that would be one hell of a plot twist just a thought. Just a thought. Um, he leaves her essentially with the ultimatum of choosing him over her father. Mm-hmm. And she goes to see her mother. But we also see that um, 
Asan return the painting back to the museum, which relieves her and then makes her, you know, essentially it kind of pushes her over the edge to go see her mother. Yeah. And confront this. You know, I, when she does go to see her mother, it got me wondering, mm-hmm. does, does Juliet and her mother ever talk? Like ever? Because yeah. they don't seem to have like, it looks like they haven't seen each other in like a decade or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like when she opens the door, it's like, oh, my it's daughter. It's like, oh, you're here? What? In the same city who never visits me. I've never, I haven't seen you in forever. What? It also almost feels like her mother's in a prison. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of does. That's what it feels like. It kind of does. But she was, but she's free there. to go, go around, right? Like she goes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess. But it she does that like in the, in the uh, actually the end of this episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, we start to see, um, this is where the magic trick, like where the magician tells you the magic trick. We start mm-hmm. to see Asan's, the, the work that he put into his plan. Oh yeah. We see that Benjamin was the mysterious donor who stood up Juliet at the dinner earlier, Horace Velmont. Uh, we see that Asan. This is almost like the redemption of Asan, but also the douchebaggery of yeah. Amplified. <laughs> Asan paid the waiter in advance to not chase them. He compensated the delivery guy of the scooter that he stole. And he had Benjamin forge the painting that he supposedly mm-hmm. stole from the Orsay. Using footage that I believe was from the burning of the, the Tower of Notre Dame. I think it was. I, I almost am positive about that. The one what the what the hell moment in the show... Did Hassan break back into prison to get those guards involved? No, I think they just got out. I think they were just like, oh, he probably knew their names and knew where to find him. He's you a sure? very resourceful guy. You sure? I, there's, what, how, how are you going to gonna break into prison and get him out? Make a note. We need to verify this before the next episode. It looked like he went back into prison, spoke to them about the plan, and got them out of prison. I, I don't know. Don't look it up now. There's no way you're going to find that answer now. Because I feel but, like I feel like the the flashback we saw was from the, one of the episodes from the first how part. Would he have how would he have had this plan from back then? I don't I don't think he did. I just think he knew they would be a good resource to have. And why would they be so just willing to 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 do work? Cuz you gave them cigarettes or something. They say what do you want with with Etienne? And then he gives them cigarettes and yeah. then he leaves. I guess you're right. They probably got out of prison, but how did they get out of prison? I mean, maybe their sentences are out, dude. I don't know. Both their senses are up. All right, whatever. That was like my big, like, damn, what the, what just happened there? <laughs> um, we get the whole montage here. I love these montages, man, that they, they come in and show the whole plan. Um, get the whole montage of how Juliet's been played the entire episode. <laughs> Benjamin is a master forgeman. Like, he is a sick. Oh, he's. Can we talk about the next skill, level man. genius? Of Asan and Benjamin, I, we need a show of just them two <laughs> doing this kind of stuff because Asan hacked her computer essentially with these notifications of news notifications. Which, which I'll have to get to later. I, I just that one just kills me. Yeah, like how do you even do that? Well, that, that was my that was what I noted down. You know, how, for how do how do you first of all get notifications from another application that you have no access to? onto some specific person's computer. And on top of that, how do you randomly have the, uh, yeah, I did, I did have it noted down. It is the, the, the news video was from the fire of Notre Dame actually, but how do you have a news video from the fire of Notre Dame streaming to her computer with openly editable text on the video? Like he's typing in there as like, how do you do that? You can't do that. 
sorry, dude. At that point, you're you're pulling up archived footage. That's baked in there, man. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, that was something else. Anyways, uh, you get the confrontation after the whole montage of Juliet meeting with her mother. She tells her the truth. Her father needed money. He needed a scapegoat. And he used Hassan's dad as that scapegoat. Pellegrini has lied the entire time. At this point, Juliet convinces her mother to go visit Ganimar in the cafe and confess the truth. But not before we get a redeeming moment for Hassan. Yeah. And I also skipped over something kind of important there. Um, Pellegrini gets arrested. Yeah, my favorite. While signing a nefarious document yeah. in the middle of the night. Yep. This guy. <laughs> I got to I gotta tutor this guy on how to be a, a mastermind, man. Because this is not the way to do it. No. <laughs> you need a front man. You need a fall guy, you know? You need a fall guy with significant leverage that's willing to go to jail for a long time and be okay with, taking the fall. Willing to die. Yeah. Because you don't like, want someone like going, you don't want somebody to go to jail for you. You want them to die for you. Because if they yeah, go to like, jail, like the there's a chance you're going to go down too. It's like the celebrities that have like a friend from back in the day. Mm-hmm. That if they get caught with like a bit of weed in the car, like the friend is the guy who has the weed. It's not yeah. going to be the celebrity. You yep. know, that's what you're there yeah. for. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you can hang out with me, man. Yeah, they're friends, but yeah. like we're friends on this agreement. Like yep. that you are, you take the fall. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> he gets arrested very quickly after that. I guess the due process is very quick over there. It's not like, you know, I guess one arrest just happens very easily. Juliet goes to meet Hassan in the same place that she stood him up years before. And um, actually had that in the right order. And we get this moment where we think Hassan's going to stand her up. But not our Hassan. Our Hassan's a good dude. He breaks the plan and he goes to see Juliet anyways. Which is okay because you need that kind of reckless chivalry. You got to at least go visit her. You know, which makes you think, did he mean it? Is he going to stay with her? Why not and just that, stay with her? Yeah, that, that was the question I was left with. Why, why not just stay with her? Really, he didn't do anything super messed up. He just showed her the true, truth about her father. That's yeah. it. He didn't really do anything messed up, if you really think about it. He did her a favor. Yeah. Because this is the guy in charge of your foundation. Well, think about what, what, what he... Well, I don't want to get into that yet. But yeah, you're right. You're right. You know? So I'm thinking... Uh, it's a nice little scene on the, on the river walk. I, I love the... The shallow depth, everything's blurred in the background. And I, I have to say scene. as well, the, the music choice uh, between the, the whole cutting back and forth between Pellegrini being arrested and Juliet waiting for a son was just an epic fit. It, oh, it, just, yeah. it was so good. I, I muted it. Excellent. Um, I think it makes you wonder, I, why, why not? Why not a son? Why not stay with Juliet? Claire's in bed with another man in a house where your son is sleeping. The disrespect. Unrivaled. Unrivaled. So I don't care. I might be I might be in the wrong here, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I think you'd have some obligations there. You you have a kid, you're trying to, to be involved with his life, and now you're just gonna like drop it all because of one event after you're complaining about, oh, she doesn't want me to see him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It just whoa. seems kind of scummy. A cop out? You think so? You think it's a yeah. cop out? It Why seems not? He, he, he scummy. can be Juliet and then go see your son. Huh? I'm yeah. rooting for the show. I'm rooting for the sideshow. Spin off. <laughs> the sideshows. Son and Juliet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, solid episode. 
I think really what this episode did was like a lead up for the next two. Yeah. Because it's not a, a t- not a ton happened, but it ends well, man. It ends very well. It ends with like, a, oh, the end of this show is going to be spectacular. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think the ending of this show uh, made, made me realize that the whole Pellegrini thing going back and forth is going to need two more episodes. Agreed. Um, I also felt in a way um, that this episode was kind of like that. Exactly what you just said. It's it's you can see the end in sight in some ways. Yeah. You know, there's there's yeah. things that have happened now that you can't come back from. Mm hmm. So I, th- I found that to be pretty great. Um, favorite scene of the episode, I got to say, was the it's usually the caper coming together scene, like showing all the advanced planning montage. I love that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So that gets the the award for me. Uh, yeah. Yours? I would I would have to say it's the scene at the end with uh, Juliet waiting and Pellegrini being arrested. It was just it, it came together so well. It was a great ending. I did love the music when. Ganimar asks her name and she says, and Pellegrini and the music starts that that yeah. scene is pretty great. I, that's the only scene in the episode that I rewinded and watched again. Yeah. Um, all right. Holes in the episode. You want to talk about your your issue without going too techie? It's it's just the, the whole pushing a notification to someone's computer, getting them to an article that's on a website that. It's a legitimate website that you have a fake article up about showing a, a, a tailored video that yeah, you're basically editing live. I just I can't buy it. I didn't understand that that much. Does he have a does he is he alluding that he has some sort of software that he can change what a person says? But he didn't change what the person said, because if you remember what the news anchor or whatever had said, it was basically like, oh, this is a tragedy for blah, 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 blah. And it was about the fire of Notre Dame. But all he did was change the text on the bottom to be like, a, pa- a painting was stolen from the, Ors- uh, what is it, the Orsay Museum. And yeah. I was like, that was it. So it's like, you could but the fact that he was edit editing that, you could, but you got to put a white bar over top of the text that's already there. Then you got to add it in. Then you got to render it out. Me- meanwhile, this guy is editing live, typing it up. It's streaming it's this because you can see it being typed. So he's streaming this video to a fake page that he sent this girl to from a fake notification. And there was also notifications on her phone. That's, yeah, yeah. that's just that too far for me, part. man. That was wild. Uh, your, your suspension of disbelief was wrecked? Yes. Murdered right there. What, what murdered it more, that or the song on the uh, scooter montage? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a that's a good question. I'm crying. I, you know, I I could look over, or I should say, I could overlook this whole. You know, oh, we hacked this computer thing. But that song, man, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> you know wrong singing? culture. All of it is just terrible. Yeah. You know, because you don't want any American influence in the. No, not, not, not unless it's, it's really warranted. But like, I think it what? was the first like American song. I had never no. heard the song. I still don't know even what the song is or who it is. But no, it didn't because uh, they, they, they've done the I can see clearly now the song multiple times. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but that fit. That fit. That fit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It fit. It was of like the time period. It made sense. It fit what was going on. This was just. I don't know. It's just it was too too far out of left field for me. Cause it cause it was different. It was so pronounced. It, it, yeah, it, it was just it was like the whole 
shot was about the song. It was like, it was yeah, stupid. yeah, well, not really, but the lyrics fit with the with the scene, but just the overall tone, it just didn't feel right. But you know, maybe that's for a purpose. Maybe it's not because it doesn't feel right. The love scene doesn't feel right either because it's kind of fake. Yeah, you know? maybe. So maybe I just saw there will be blood, and <laughs> and uh, the music in and there will be blood. The, the score of there will be blood. It is unsettling. It doesn't fit with like anything. It's like mm-hmm. you're constantly you don't feel safe. Yeah, like you're always in some place where you're just like, why do the why the why does this music sound like this? Mm-hmm. And you're just like the oil rig blows up, and you're like, why? <laughs> why is this percussion off beat? Like, what is going on here? And it's for it's to evoke a certain feeling from you. So, mm-hmm. all right, we got two more episodes left in part two of Lupin. And then we are through this series. Zach, give any closing thoughts or or statements as to where you think this season's going to go and end and whether you're going to owe me a whiskey bottle. <laughs> I haven't forgotten, buddy. I'm looking up Buffalo Trace. I <laughs> well, I mean, I, I would like for uh, <clears throat> for Asan to, to put some finishing moves on Pellegrini, but um, okay. we'll, we'll see what Pretty happens. Down. Zach is uh, rooting for murder. <laughs> Don't cross me, bro. I know. <laughs> no, uh, the only other thing that I was thinking of when I was watching the episode was, you know, what what do you think would be going through um, Claire's mind when she wakes up the next morning and this uh, this bracelet that you had on that there's no way you yes. could not remember yes. that you had it on or why did you know, she just smile at the envelope? Yeah, like I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> great question as well. <laughs> in the like, just oh, thank God somebody returned it. No, what the? F- You're married to a son. Like this guy, everything that goes wrong in your life, just figure he has something to do with it yeah figure you just <laughs> it's know not a coincidence yeah. <laughs> you didn't misplace that sandal the it's the violin it it's reason. everything man everything all right that's it for this episode can we end the song can you outro this song with the the one from the scooter montage can you uh, put that at the end of this episode yeah i'll do Please? it just, i'll do it just, for you. Do it just all right, for you it. All, right. all right let me let me let me note that down thank you guys for tuning in <laughs> uh zach are you gonna plug all of our uh plethora of ways to get in touch and uh follow our work absolutely so uh you can find us at storyarchives.themidnightexchange.com that is that's our website but we're also on apple Podcasts, spotify podcast google podcast most places you can find a podcast uh, you can visit uh, the Midnight Exchange, which is actually our uh, podcast network. You can uh, visit the website at themidnightexchange.com. You can find us on Instagram at the Midnight Exchange, uh, Facebook at the Midnight Exchange, and then uh, Twitter. We are THME Podcast. Thank you, Twitter, for the short uh, handle uh, character limit there. But yeah, that's uh, that's about it. If you, if you have any suggestions, questions, or you want to send us something nice go ahead and send an email to podcast at the midnight exchange.com until next time thank you all for tuning in have a good morning